You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello and welcome into the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. I'm National Recruiting Analyst Cooper Patagna, alongside 24-7 Sports Director of Scouting Andrew Ivins. And those sirens you hear in the background, that means one thing. That is an emergency commitment recap episode and typically that happens when one of the best players in the country comes off the board and that's what's happened today this morning tuesday august 1st 10 32 central time andrew and i get to recap dylan stewart the number 13 player in the country number three edge in the country and the number one player in the dmv or out of the washington dc area i should say south carolina gamecock shane beamer getting on the board in a big way now number 16 in the country in the class of 2024. Andrew Ivins, you were the director of scouting. A lot to kind of pick apart here from 35,000 feet, but let's start with the micro. What do you like about Dylan Stewart, the player, and what is South Carolina getting with him? Well, you can get after the quarterback, right? <laughs> I mean, we got him ranked high because that's what he does very well. Uh, fires off the football, has some, some closing power, and someone that Obviously, we think very highly of just where we have ranked, and this was a big battle for South Carolina to win. I mean, Ohio State was heavily involved in this. Larry Johnson, the defensive line coach there, I mean, they had sunk their teeth into Dylan Stewart. You had Miami with Jason Taylor coming hot and heavy, and at the end of the day, it is Shane Beamer in South Carolina continuing to flex their muscles. I, I go back to what they did this past cycle on February's traditional national signing day, beating out plenty for Nick Harbor. Now they're back in the DMV getting another five star. So uh, I know you asked for the micro. I give you the micro and then I give you the macro. What do you like about Dylan Stewart? Well, I think I, I was going to pick up where you left off first. You know, uh, 35,000 feet purview of this is South Carolina, again, for the second straight cycle is landing one of the best players in the country. And it's not just a one-off thing. I know they did this last year with Nicholas Harbor. That came down to the wire with South Carolina and Oregon. Ultimately, at the end of the day, Shane Beamer wins out. But the Gamecocks, what they put together on the recruiting trail last year, gives me a lot of confidence in what this program is going to be even one to two years down the line. There is a lot of promise. I mean, you think about some of the other names that they brought in alongside guys like Nicholas Harbor, guys like Desmond Umiozulu, Grayson Howard uh, as well, Xavier McLeod, those type of players, 
that is going to, that is what's going to separate South Carolina and the SEC East. So for them to continue on this trend, I think that uh, is obviously a big positive. If you're if you're a Gamecocks fan, they've already done that this year as well. Josiah Thompson, Michael Smith, Fred Johnson, a guy that we really like, Cam Pringle, one of the best tackles in the country as well, and go on and on and down the list. But Dylan Stewart, the player, Drew. You talked about his ability to get to the quarterback, 6'5", 235 pounds, had 16 sacks last season, has on and off ball ability. It's a guy who played a lot at the second level. He can drop in space. He's a lot better athlete than I think people give him credit for. Drew, I think when you and I and, and the rest of the team were stacking the edges, this was the guy that we felt the best about in terms of on the field when you turned on the tape. Super high motor, high floor, how high is the ceiling? I think that's a little bit of a question mark, but we still have him ranked inside the top 16, right? That's why we really like this guy. So listen, when you start building uh, the, the main components to any championship football team, you got to have the quarterback position. You got to have the protection. You got to have the perimeter playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Where does it start defensively? You have to have guys that can affect the quarterback. And Dylan Stewart is that guy. It's a huge pickup for South Carolina, and we we're just kind of waiting for that domino to fall. It seems like last year they kind of seized their momentum all at one time. It seems like Dylan Stewart can help be kind of the guy that helps bridge that gap as now South Carolina was a team last year that really capitalized on their on-field momentum and then took that to the recruiting trail. I think if they have another year where they surprise people on the field, I think they can do that again in 2024. Back to Stewart, the player. I mean, you mentioned it uh, kind of – roamed in at the second level of the defense and, and consistently crash off the edge love his hips explosive there I think his ability to bend as he gets around the arc is some of the best in the class and, and some of the best in, in recent memory can't wait to see him at one of the all-star games here and I, Cooper you were kind of touching on it right you got to get the quarterback you got to get the, the corner protectors but then you need the pass rushers and I, I look at South Carolina what they've been able to do under Shane Beamer in terms of getting more and more blue chip talent there now they're getting a a real potential difference maker and look at what South Carolina I mean they're going to have to play all these SEC powers weekend and week out now you're throwing Dylan Stewart who is a potential all SEC type of player to the equation I mean that's only going to make life easier for the Gamecocks in those interconference games as they go through the gauntlet that is the SEC. Drew, I, I kind of think about it. You look at South Carolina pecking order right now. You got Georgia on top of the SEC East. You got Tennessee there as well. You got Florida, who's recruiting at a very high level under Billy Napier. They're a little bit in wait-and-see mode, right? And then you got Kentucky. Where do you see the future of this South Carolina program? We talk so much about Georgia and Tennessee, but I, I guess – how they stack up, and I'm not even talking about one, two, or three, but do you feel they got the horses uh, to really kind of compete in the SEC East? And I know Georgia's there, maybe take them out of the equation, but to be a factor there long-term. Signed the number 24 ranked recruiting class in 2022. Last cycle with Nick Harbor, number 16. As of the taping of this podcast, they're 16 again. I do think they compete because I think the name of the game is stacking the chips, building out the back end of your roster, not just the ones and twos, but the threes and fours. And uh, still, Stewart falls into the, the category as a headliner. But when I look at the recent additions for South Carolina up and down the board, they all make sense to me. I think they are elevating the overall talent pool they have there in the locker room. So, yes, I do think 
They just have to keep it going, right? And, and you mentioned how they finished last season. They parlayed that into success here. We'll see what they do in 2023. But if you can sign what? That would be three, maybe four straight top 25 recruiting classes. It's going to uh, make them very competitive. I can't remember the last time in my lifetime. I'm 31 years old, but in my lifetime. So let's call it since I was 15 or 16 that South Carolina was in a better position from a program standpoint, both in the short term and the long term than where they are now under Shane Beamer. And you got to be excited with what they got coming back this year. And you got to be excited about the 2022, 2023 cycle. And now in 2024, what they're building, I don't expect them to be done, right? They got work to do on the recruiting trail as well. So Drew, those are my final thoughts. I love the, the current state of the South Carolina program. Shane Beamer, man. All that energy, it's paying off. I know my boy Brad Crawford, I was just reading on uh, on Twitter, he was talking about, you know, you can no longer not respect Shane Beamer when it comes to the pursuit of five. So I don't, I don't think it's not respecting him. It's just that we just have not seen this out of South Carolina in the past. And like I said, he's got his fastball working right now. South Carolina is one of those teams. Guess what? If you weren't respecting him before, you, you better respect him now. So South Carolina landed one of the best players in the country, number 13 player, in the top 247 in Dylan Stewart. Good times. They keep rolling for the Gamecocks. For Andrew Ivins, I'm Cooper Patagna. We'll see you soon.